0: Hi guys, and welcome to another edition of Rethinking Lost. This week, we dive into the end again. We want to see if our opinions of the episode have changed since our last viewing. If, in the meantime, you want to get in contact with us, then you can always send us an email at rethinkinglost at gmail.com. Or you can check out the website which is rethinkinglost.popbean.com and you can find all the Twitter and other things. Okay, that's enough of me. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another wonderful edition of Rethinking Lost, episode 42. Yes, one of the numbers. I'm (laughs) Elton McManus in the UK, and as always, I'm joined by the Dharma clad Scott Copperman. Scott, how how are you? I know I was
1: wearing my Dharma jumpsuit.
0: I can hear it crinkling (laughs) in the background.
1: Yeah, it doesn't age very well. (laughs) (laughs) So, how are you, anyway? I'm good. I'm good. I'm in. Post-Lost identity crisis, sort of. You know, I, I find myself, um, not just because Lost is over, but because the TV season here in general has ended. Yeah. Kind of fishing for things to watch. and. Doesn't that start again in September? Yeah. It, it used to be a much more cut and dry thing. Now it, there's a summer season of sorts. There's a whole, you know, Big Brother in the U.S. is on here. My wife's a huge fan of that. Hell's oh, so uh, Kitchen just started. now? Sorry. That starts July 8th. Right. Uh, Hell's Kitchen just started last week. We have a number of um, new game shows that are based on all those Japanese game shows you see. Yeah, like uh, MXC was a redubbed Japanese uh, broadcast that that we used to watch all the time. But it was a little adult. Now they have uh, Wipeout. Just did a preview, so it's it's a whole different feel. Um, we've talked a couple times about the TV show Fringe. Yep. Which I know a lot of lost fans are big fans of fringe uh i I like the show I like the core mythology and the direction they've headed, especially in the lat like their season finale mm-hmm. uh, i'm I'm really excited about the start of the next season the part i i have kind of waffled on at times is every once in a while they inject uh like a monster of the week episode, yeah, which doesn't really advance the overall mythology and you know that's that's not really what I'm looking for. But the way their finale was, it was it was really really well executed, well written, well acted, and it had just a lot of really cool things that that I like.
0: How um, many seasons are there? They just finished uh, the second one. Yes, they did. Right. Okay. I am and... tempted to dive into that. I I was off put
1: by a couple of the episodes in the first season. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. And you and I, you and I have talked about it before. And I was reluctant to endorse it mainly because there were rumors it was going to be canceled. Yeah. And at the point it was at the time, it would have clearly left a bad taste in your mouth. Um, but they've decided they've finally gotten the story to a point now where it has um, has has a nice direction and, and a lot of clever things they can do. And some people really like that whole Monster of the Week kind of thing, like the old X-Files used to be. Well, it's nice and easy to digest, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, or you can miss a week, and you don't miss much. Hmm. And I understand that. Some people don't like appointment television. Like, Lost got to be appointment television, and it was as confusing already Yeah. <laughs> with the other stuff going on. But then it was like, wait a minute, I, I missed last week's episode. How did they get here, and who's that? Well, the first first two seasons over here were a bit manic like that
0: they had like spurts of four episodes and then they would go on a, a week break and it just get very sporadic you'd have it on channel four and then it'll be on another uh channel called e4 and then you could watch next week's episode on that channel and so if you watched mm. that then you could literally miss out a week and then you'd lose track of where you were
1: Well, the the thing with fringe, and there's no spoiler to this, because I won't go into a lot of detail, but fringe events are bizarre, um, unexplainable, UFO, um, mysterious, monstery, you know, things that defy scientific explanation and traditional means. So fringe events are happening, and the idea was pretty clear from the beginning that they were all going to be connected in some way Mm -hmm. and they are. And, and you know, right away that that's the likely outcome of this. And and that's going to be the big mystery is what's the connection and, and what comes of it all. But at various times during the first season and, and at poorly timed parts of the second season, they would have an event and not have the connection you know, maybe it was not connected at all, which, all right, so maybe there's some red herring and, and dead ends and all, but you, you kind of watch this whole thing, and then you go, oh, <laughs> okay, so.
0: A bit like our friends in the canoe that got shot. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, but, it, but it'll but it be, at that point, it becomes more just like a, a police drama, you yeah. know, like, oh, so they went and they, they found out that this uh, monster killing people was um a boy in this main village is a werewolf okay and he has nothing to do with all the other stuff okay (laughs) (laughs) but when it turns out to be um you know this monster in this other village is is uh again i don't want to spoil like he has this special gift and he's getting this he was mutated by this other scientist and you know like oh okay so we're starting to put it all together. I like those things better. But, yeah. But it's definitely a good show, and it's worth watching. And, and I, for one, am, am really pleased with how their finale went, their season finale. Yeah. Uh, and it's got that perfect kind of cliffhanger that it would make an awful, awful series finale. <laughs> you, you If it ended like that, you'd be wringing your hair out. I see. Uh, but it it would be very bold. You could make it a series finale, but... uh. It's definitely not the happy ending. It's definitely a cliffhanger. You'd be taking cool.
0: the Mickey if you did make that the season yeah. finale, right? See yeah. how how are your thoughts on the lost season finale? Now, I've I haven't watched it since uh, just before we recorded. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it twice in a short space of time, but since then I haven't seen it at all. I I haven't been able to listen to. Mm, I think I've listened to one Lost Podcast so far off the LPN. Uh, that's only due to my iPhone, the little dongle that you plug in there so I, you can listen to it on uh, your car stereo. That died a death about mm. three, four days ago. And so I haven't been able to listen to anything while I'm driving around. So I'm, I'm itching to think about stuff and talk about it, but uh, I just haven't been able to take anything in, it feels really weird, it, it, it is all over, and it's all behind me now, and I've got nothing to think about, nothing fresh and new to think about anyway. Well, and, it,
1: is, it is tough, because there's no point in wondering, because there is no advancing of the story, there is nothing to anticipate that's going to come up, at least not yet.
0: Well, apparently there's going to be extras on the DVD, like 20 minutes extra, that they're actually filming, or filmed. That's what I've heard,
1: anyway. I can see that, but I it not. It's not like you're going to see um, enough to really answer. And I don't mean questions like the list of questions at the end of our last podcast, but to to get a taste of life with Ben and Hurley on the island, or what happened to the Jira three sixteen.
0: Well, you know. surely you you won't be able to class it as canon because it hasn't been on TV. Well,
1: uh, I think. <laughs> It it depends. I, I've said a couple of times, I see this going the route of Star Wars. If this fan base stays intact yeah. and then you have the expanded universe, which then, if it gets the endorsement from Disney or ABC, if they really say, hey, we're done, go ahead and uh, write some novels about what happened next, answer some fan questions and stuff, I think mm-hmm. maybe it does go out there.
0: Then it's down to the interpretation of the author then. And then it has to get rubber stamped by... Damon Lindelof or Colton Hughes to really say, yeah, okay, fine. We endorse that. It's fine. And believe in it. Yeah.
1: Well, I have to think that there are writers because there were um, dozens of writers who worked on the show. Yeah. Who had a favorite character. Maybe whoever's idea it was to bring in uh, Nikki and Paolo, that in their head, they thought there was more story to tell. Or like the whoever wrote Stranger in a Strange Land and intended that episode to be taken a certain way would like to a chance to to get that message across mm. you know so if, if they get the uh okay from abc maybe maybe they don't want them to do it now but maybe next year you start to see um anecdotal stories pop up and like we said there's so many gaps that they left yeah not gaps in story but just gaps in time See, so you, you mentioned nicky and Paolo there i am
0: I heard on another show, I can't remember what one it was though, but thinking about the Nikki and Paolo part of the story, I can understand why they cut them off, because there was a huge uproar when they just introduced these two beautiful people onto the island as if they'd always been there, and the way they cut them into the pilot episode on their recap was awesome, it was just brilliant.
1: Yeah, I thought that was like brilliant um, cinematography and, yeah. and story editing.
0: It was really good, but there was, someone mentioned if they'd turned around and said they found them in the jungle, living rough in the jungle somewhere, then it would have been totally plausible instead of just trying to knit them into the group that was already there. A bit like the, um, when they did the other 48 Days, if they'd done a very similar to, thing to these two guys and then brought them into that, yeah, that would have worked a lot better.
1: Yeah, I think the fan base became protective of the story and the characters almost to a fault yeah. where they limited what could be done without creating an outcry of sorts. And and we've talked a little bit before, too. I'm reluctant to sit and like criticize the theorizing of other people. But sometimes people just had such bizarre attachments to things and and theories about things that, I, I felt badly for them because I felt like it was going to impact their experience with the show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, it's it's kind of like if you're a sport fan and, you know, your team adds a player and you're like, oh, he's not part of the core group. Well, you know, do you, do you want your team to only be good for two seasons or do you want it to have a life and a longevity and to, to adapt, you know, yeah.
0: No, I understand that, but maybe if they kept Nikki and Paulo, maybe they would have treated that as a test in the water situation and then introduced more and more people after that, and that could have got a bit silly.
1: Wasn't Paulo like, a, a big-name actor outside of the United States?
0: Yeah, I think it was. <sighs>
1: he was. A big was celebrity. It? I remember it was Brazilian? like... Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, that's what I heard anyway. But the funny thing is... <laughs> the uh, bigger reaction was for Billy D. Williams, yeah. being in the uh, the little mini show within a show. People didn't care who Paula was. But oh, thought, oh Billy D. Yeah, yeah. And then all the theorizing that he was Jacob. That was a clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, like that's fun, but some people hold on to that to like, and then they're in season five still talking about it. Like, oh, you know, it's. Remember when it did that? Yeah. I'm looking forward to when we do a couple of post finale analysis episodes. I really want to go through the spoilers and foilers section of Dark UFO. Yeah. And, um, you know, look at what people thought was a big deal and wasn't a big deal. But I I remember because I was actually looking at spoilers back in that time.
0: Yeah.
1: And when they announced this whole thing about... You know, they were gonna add in Nikki and Paolo, and that Billy D. Williams was gonna be in there, and like people speculated, like, oh, he's gonna be th- this major thing, and it was funny to read. I'm looking forward to looking at that again.
0: Yeah, I dived onto Dark UFO a couple of days after we recorded the last episode, and
1: it's changed. Well, it was better because there was a time where you would stumble on spoilers a lot by accident and now this new format does help. Yeah. Did you get spoiled in the the f- last season at any points? No, no, but I I had to be really careful with um Twitter and stuff. And I I feel bad. I was on uh on the computer the other night and Lee Lee Newton had uh asked me a couple of questions about the finale. He was saying uh he'd watched all of season 6. And I thought he meant again, and he was going to watch the finale and, and wanted to know what I thought he should do, and and I luckily I didn't say anything about the finale itself, but I didn't realize he hadn't seen it yet. Ooh. And I guess he said that they where he lives, they didn't even show the last season.
0: I'm trying to think where he lives now.
1: Denmark, I think? No,
0: it's not Denmark, it's... Czech, like, Czechoslovakia. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I I don't know how he's been getting lost or anything like that. You know, don't let the Czech police go around there and arrest him or anything like that. I'm no. sure it's all above board. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah. i But I, I don't know how he got I, his hands on it or what, what their uh, dis,
1: distribution methods are over there. Well, I felt bad though because I I would have been really embarrassed, and how awful it would have been if I had spoiled him. But in my head, here it was two weeks after the finale, and I just interpreted what he was saying as if he had rewatched and he couldn't decide whether to rewatch the finale again or yeah. let the initial reaction be the reaction he had.
0: Yeah, I'm still cautious about putting stuff on Facebook and Twitter just in case other people who are actually starting. I know there's a couple of people that actually started from the very beginning now, now that it's yeah. all over, and they're working their way through. And I just don't want to ruin it for them. I don't want to be like this safe source of. Nice information, da 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 da, all the way through, and then all of a sudden they like, they get two episodes away from the finale, and you go, oh yeah, didn't you know that it was all like a an afterlife? And they're, what? What do you mean? Rargh!
1: And you know, just get totally assholish with me. Yeah, well, I don't I don't want to say it's all their fault, but at the same time, I think it, at this point, if you're watching the show for the first time, and you want to talk about it. You have to make it clear to the person you're talking to that you haven't seen the thing yet, yeah, because it's there's so many people rewatching and and all that stuff, and we had talked in earlier episodes about the alternate reality things that were out there. I know some of those old lost experience and uh find Eight fifteen sites are archived and still findable, but I hope someone does put together a really good collection of of those things to access. Well, you know, and hoping... that the Lostpedia links stay alive. Because I think that was neat to go through at the time.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping they might put them on the DVDs or the Blu-rays. And so when I talk the missus round to actually buying the, the whole set in Blu-ray once again, after I've got it all on <laughs> DVD, then it might all be on there. I'm just, you know, keep my fingers crossed for all that. Because they can do that on Blu-rays and yeah. DVDs. You know, you get the DVD video games,
1: can't you? So there's no reason why they can't do it on there. I'll be real upset if buying season six is not enough, because I have the other five seasons. If I have to go and buy the complete series to get yeah. a couple of things, I'll be disappointed. That's that's a show of disloyalty to me, and I understand they're trying to make money, but if someone stayed with you for five seasons, buying every season, and then you turn around and go, oh, okay, well, you need to have a duplicate copy of it all.
0: That's a very Lucas thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. Special edition versions, no, we're not going to touch on Star
1: Wars today, Sorry. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. so you, you asked about reactions to this. I, I still... They're still the same kind of empty parts. I'm still satisfied with some of the same things. I, I, but I agree. I kind of find myself um missing the opportunity to wonder what comes next because I'm not going to get that answer. So... Mm-hmm. I'm kind of gearing myself more toward looking backwards yeah. and and wondering, like, did we miss this? Did we miss that? And, and that, ha- so far, hasn't been very rewarding because I don't see some of the seeds that I was hoping I'd find.
0: Yeah. One of them that was brought to my attention on a, a podcast, I think it was uh, Len, Hurricane Len. Mm-hmm. He, he was on, I, I can't remember what one it was now, but he was talking away, and one of one of the things he actually noticed was the the finale was aired on the 23rd of May which is obviously a number now mm-hmm. for some reason i didn't click on that number at all just, just didn't play any attention to me whatsoever and obviously 23 is jack's
1: number isn't it yeah but i i'll contest that the american idol finale was aired on the tuesday on last night do you not the, think that the they theme- moved
0: it just to be on a a number. No, I think they moved it to avoid American Idol. I think they did. Honestly, I I hold my hands up I honestly think they they set that out. They put a a week break just to shift everything forward and then bring because of the American Idol finale or whatever, they wanted to put it on that on that Sunday. They couldn't had have a week break after what they died for and then the finale. That would have just been far too long in between that, in Mm. between the the two weeks. So they had to shift it further back. And everyone was wondering, oh, it must be like a post-production. or I I was thinking it was probably down to the production situation anyway. But they probably already got it all sorted out by then anyway. They're probably just doing remixes on the uh, vocals or whatever. And it just seems a little bit obvious now that they actually stuck a blank week in there. And I think, honestly, they were heading for the twenty-third because well, they could because it, no, it was Jack. Because it is Jack, and it is a Jack story.
1: Because a week earlier they could have been on fifteen, Which know, on Saturday night.
0: Fifteen. Is that side or is that um, probably
1: Sawyer? I don't know. I'm not inclined to give Sawyer. them that much credit. <laughs> I, I find it hard to believe they'd be motivi- motivated by the story as opposed to the economics of it. Yeah. I think it's just a nice little rounding of things. I read they got $900,000 for a 30 second spot. Really? For the finale, yeah. And it didn't even do that well ratings wise compared to other uh, series finales. Mm. Did okay, but not like blow away numbers. I think it might be a good
0: time to actually finish it then. If the, uh, the figures are that low, does.
1: DVR and everything else go towards M-Figures, though. I'm not, I don't think I don't they know.
0: do, do
1: they? You know, it, it didn't come anywhere near, like, the MASH finale or some of the all-time most-watched, but it it didn't have that core... It, it, I should say it only had that core audience, really. You weren't going to get people really tuning in. You got a couple of people, I guess, who came back to it just to see what all the fuss was. Yeah. Do you think that there was any element of the finale that was made, looking at it now, so that it would appeal to the person who just popped in? When you look back at that two and a half hours, could it have – did it have elements that made it more standalone-ish than other episodes have been in the past? Because when you think about it, when you're tying up loose ends, it's very hard to do that and not make people who haven't been around go, wait a minute, what's going on?
0: I – I felt throughout the whole episode there were flashes or mirror back to season one, where Mm -hmm. a lot of people decided whether they were going to go for this or not. Even with the Adam and Eve montage that they put down, that was for the people that weren't the hardcore people. When, When we got into season four, possibly season five, that was pure hardcore Lost fan territory that is. All the time, yeah. time travel and the bunnies and everything to do with the Dharma Initiative—that's all just for us and for us to dribble all over. Mm-hmm. And then they—they they sort of, I don't know, fluffed it out, padded it out a little bit for this last season. That's why I'm still—I'm um in an ar ah in whether this season was really, really good or not. I know it's definitely not one of my favorites out out the six, but. It just seemed too fluffy and too... It was like a big box full of all that stuff that you put in to stop stuff from breaking. Like you put a china pot in a box and you put lots of little foamy things around it. It's just full of that for no reason. You don't really need it. you know.
1: Yeah. Well, when you look at The Flash Sideways, when it was the epilogue, the level of detail and time spent on different things made sense and you almost were wishing for even a little bit more you hope it was generally enough to feel like these characters were going to where the characters would be mm-hmm. assuming they got off the island and this was their life after the island in some way yeah you got a sense of like okay he's in a good place he's in bad place he you know you could see that when it becomes not the epilogue but like a, a purgatory or waiting room of sorts. Mm-hmm. Now that's, now that's more time than I needed to see spent. You know, I, I didn't need to see the whole David at the concert and Dogen's there and, you know, Jack working through those issues. It.
0: I don't know. I think it's going to be better on a rewatch of the whole season. Now we know what has gone on. We can relive the, the sideways flash totally differently now. And we can see yeah. little, Little tweaks here, there, and everywhere of, oh, he's thinking that way now, instead of opposed to how we were thinking of
1: uh, their mentality at the time. Yeah, I could see that. I I definitely was looking at it with the idea that it was an epilogue and trying to make it fit that. But it wasn't really until, well, I'm going to say like about six episodes in that it started to be about them finding each other. Yeah. Where would you say that started with? That was Desmond straight away. Yeah, because th- there was interactions between them before, like like Kate and Claire. Now, Kate gave birth to the baby, or or was there at the birth of the baby, and, yeah. and therefore like that was kind of an epiphany moment for her. I don't know. I, I think that first half, when it seemed to be more about, hey, this is where they are, this is the lives they're leading in this Flash Sideways... I enjoyed that when it wasn't um about them meeting each other. Yeah. You know, but now that I know that the whole purpose of that's something they constructed so they could find each other, now I look at all that extra detail which I enjoyed and I I feel like it's kind of, again kind of like some of the other parts of the the series. It was great storytelling, it was fun to watch, but in terms of time on screen, it didn't really bring us where we were going. Right for me the sideways well
0: they've created it i don't know who has actually created it but from the very beginning you have the island underwater i'm guessing that they've all they've all passed on so this is their afterlife so the plane crash was the biggest thing in their life that brought them all together mm-hmm. now The thing that ruined their lives was the island, crashing on that island. So removing the island from the situation, they can carry on with their lives from that point. Then you have, let's say, Sawyer as a cop. Now, he still has links to his bad boy side because he's still got the letter and he's still... Has he still got the letter? I'm, I'm not sure. But he's still after Anthony Cooper. He mm-hmm. still has that attachment. There's, It's like the perfect life in front of him, but there's something wrong with that life. You also have Jack Shepard, who's, whose father's died. He has daddy issues, but he has a son which corresponds with his daddy issues, but he has a chance to make up them daddy issues. He, he has a chance to round them off and make it perfect. Who else have we got? We've got Ben Linus. Who has, who has daddy issues, but the island life for him, he killed his father. In this one, he's, he's trying to make it better somehow by protecting his father and you know, feeding him oxygen instead of actually gassing him to death. But it's, it's all very mirror image of their real lives and it, how, how their lives should have played out, but with a, an attachment to that life. And I really like the way they did that. And as soon as they had their epiphany, then you had uh, Sun and Jin. They looked at Sawyer. As soon as he walked in, the, the way I saw it, that he walked in and they went, oh, he's a cop. He thinks himself as a cop. And they just mm-hmm. smiled at him and said, yeah, we'll see you soon. And he's, he's still there going, what do you mean? I don't understand. Because he hasn't had that epiphany. And so he's still playing the character that he, he thinks he should be. And yet they've jumped out of that, and then they can see him for what he really is, And but they can still see him playing that role.
1: Do you think Miles was the real Miles? Or do you think Miles was part of the construct, the way that David and Ji-Yoon and uh, I, Alex and Russo were? I think that's the real Miles. That's the dead Miles. Because now he's, be got, his...
0: he's, oh. he's got a relationship with his father in this
1: Oh, okay.
0: Kef. he's quite happy to see his father at the uh, museum. He can just mm-hmm. go down the road and meet up with him, can't he? Yeah. See, with Kate, she was still running, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. We don't know why she's running, but that's that's really not important, really. The fact is, her ties with the island is, she's still running. The reason why she was on the plane is because she was running and got caught. This one, she's still running. And then once she has her epiphany, then she's all powerful and all knowledgeable. And, you know, just walking around in front of Jack in her little short skirt and going, yeah, okay, I know you, I stole your pen.
1: T- sticking with her for a second, the fact that she's the one who shoots and kills the smoke monster, basically, right? does that, does that seem a deserved honor? Is that something that someone else should have had the chance to do? What to actually shoot? To mm. be the one, I know it didn't do much for her individually. You know how if you're like at a ceremony, that someone gets to be throw out the first pitch, or they cut the ribbon, or they break the bottle on the boat. Someone yeah. gets the honor of of doing that special thing, and killing someone's hardly an honor. But of our cast of characters and of our people who had issues and and motivations for for being mad at the smoke monster or needed a chance at redemption. I mean, for Kate to be the one who did it certainly puts a value on her character where for most of the season I was saying, like, she doesn't even need to be there.
0: Well, maybe that's why it was given to her then. Yeah, I think I –
1: it doesn't bother me that I would say, oh, it has to change. But if I feel try to think of someone who deserved the chance to do that, I almost feel like Ben. If Ben had been the one to do it... Well, I wonder, though. If Ben had been the one to do it, I think I would have been more suspicious Well, if you'd uh, of the motives. If you'd killed Kate off in Season
0: 5, then I don't think Season 6 would have changed much.
1: There's not there, a lot... They there. would have let Claire go a lot more readily. There would have been... Someone else would have had to have insisted on Claire being brought along. Especially since she didn't want to so much. Yeah. But yeah, she did very little... Her interactions with Sawyer were basically just to show Sawyer didn't care anymore.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think that's why she was actually given that part. Well, not that part, but, you know... Yeah, yeah. She that, was that's the reason. She was the
1: one who did it.
0: Yeah, if it had been Hurley that killed him, then... Has Hurley actually killed anyone? I know he ran over Mr... F- no, he, he ran over one of the others, didn't he?
1: Yeah, not with a gun, though.
0: No, he hasn't actually shot anyone, has he? Mm-mm. And the only time he did handle a gun is when Jacob was coming up to the ca- uh, the van. And he goes, oh, I've got a gun, I've got a gun, don't come any closer. Okay, fine, <laughs> I just saw you drop all your bullets on the floor.
1: <laughs> well, you know, poking around a little bit here, you're familiar with Yahoo Answers, correct? People put up questions and then yeah. random Yahoo members are able to put up yeah. answers. So there are a couple of things where basically people sat there and said... Hey, you know, will someone explain the Lost Finale to me?
0: <laughs> oh, God. I
1: thought I'd take a minute and, and read some of them and see some of your reactions. Let's see. All right, now here's someone. We talked before about how uh, you, you don't want to criticize someone, but you, you worry sometimes when they hold on too tight to certain things. I think we're allowed to do that now. Okay, well, here's someone, and I apologize if you, one of the listeners, asked this question, but I feel for you if you did. About Lost fin- Finale Scene. She meant final scene. Oh, sorry about the grammar here. Let me try to get through this. Well, it has spoiler for people who don't watch it, so don't blame me for spoiling it. When Jack lies down on Forest on last scene, we see a plane going on, which is that? Oceanic eight fifteen, or the one Kate Sawyer, Richard, and others oh, in one. God, now there's someone who, who definitely kind of got lost. Yes, uh,
0: that was Algeria flying over, and yes. for anyone who doesn't know, the the um, the wreckage on the beach that was shown, which confused millions of people. Yes, actually watching it, that that was just someone at ABC going hmm, I think we should bet put this on there to, I don't know, just put underneath the credits. It's nothing to do with the program at all. It's nothing to do with, oh, they all travel back in time and it was all purgatory from the very beginning. And it's nothing to do with Algira crashing on the island and starting all over again.
1: No, Just stock footage, basically. Just yeah. bookending.
0: Although I nearly got the the final scene. On one of our prediction episodes, I think I said... One of the, the final shots, it'll fade to black, and then you'll hear the sound of an airplane coming in. And I nearly got it, but it wasn't.
1: It was Jack's eye closing. Rubbish. <laughs> All right, shall I read uh, another question here and some... Go on then, hit me again. ...some other things here. All right, so Lost Finale question with spoilers. So The Flash Sideways wasn't real life. It wasn't an alternate timeline. It was a purgatory afterlife. But I have one question. Why did they all have to go through all they they did in order to gain access to heaven? Why were they the ones chosen to help combat evil, MIB, etc.? Or rather, were they a microcosm of everyone who dies, as in everyone on Earth must go through a gateway to reach a happy afterlife? Also, as a side note, does it not mean that the fact that they would all eventually die anyway deems their whole experience on the island pointless? Or rather, was it their destiny that they as individuals were meant to encounter one another in some way or another? Because in the flash sideways, they always kept bumping into each other through coincidence. So was it their fate that they were destined to affect each other's lives and the island was simply a catalyst to bringing them together? Thanks, Yahoo Answers. (laughs) And so there's two answers that were received. Answer number one says OT was not purgatory and it had nothing to do with heaven. The OT, you think official timeline, other timeline? I don't know. I'd say other timeline. Okay. Well, then I don't agree with that. Uh, Answer two says it took, I took it as a going forward as a group kind of thing. Did you see how they all hooked up with a partner and were immensely happy at that stage? They lived a pivot point in all their lives together, and would go forward as a group because of that.
0: Hmm. No. <laughs> My, I'm trying to remember what they said in the very beginning.
1: Well, they basically want to know if if everyone was going to die anyway, was the island pointless? No, it wasn't pointless, because
0: I'm living a life right now. I know it's only a TV show, but I'm living a life right right now. The people listening to this now, they're living their life. If they die... Does that mean that their life was pointless? That's what they're saying. And that's just stupid.
1: Yeah, well, and if anything, the time on the island was the most significant part of their lives. So, yeah. like, if if you're going to have uh, a bit of heaven where you meet the other people who are important in your life, it might be your school years, it might be sometime in your 50s, it might be the the, the setting for that isn't necessarily going to be exactly the same as where you met all those people, but the people who you choose to populate it with are going to be the ones from the most important time in your life. And so for these losties, no, they weren't back on the Island, but all the people who were a part of that important time were in this fake Los Angeles with them. Mm. That's why I think. Yeah. And were they a microcosm of all people? Does everybody go through what they go through? Uh, Maybe.
0: In their own way. Oh, one of the things just popped into my head. Last episode, I turned around and said uh, about Eloise knowing about the afterlife timeline. And I turned, I think I turned around and said, I don't think she'll have any clue about the afterlife timeline in the real life timeline. Mm -hmm. I retract that and replace it with I do think that she had some inkling of it because she was friends with the monk. She was in the monk's picture. Maybe that's why the monk kicked Desmond out of the monastery to meet up with Penny so he wouldn't find out about the afterlife.
1: Could be. No, it bloody well is. That's the way I think. I still don't get why, what she meant when she said the island was not done with him yet. Oh. For for that to be something, she had to know a little bit about the future and know that, that he was the failsafe against Man in Black in yeah. this upcoming battle.
0: I think we've been through this a few times now, though. But, yeah, I, I think it's more to do with she knows that she shoots her son and maybe it's mentioned in the diary that Desmond David Hume is his constant. No, but at that it. point,
1: when they're... When they're off island, and I'm not talking about... I know what you mean, but when they're at the lamppost. Yes. And she says he has to go back. Right. So at that point, it, this is all post Faraday and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So for her to say that the island's not done with him yet, I think she knows that Jacob Jacob wants him to come as the backup. Because it has to have been within a matter of days that Widmore came to get him.
0: Maybe... Okay, right. What what would she know about things at that point? She'd know... I reckon she's in cahoots with, obviously, Widmore and Jacob. Jacob came to see Widmore off-island, apparently. They could be all talking with each other. Widmore knew exactly where she would be. They probably know about the properties of the island... They probably maybe know about the Golden Bird Bath, maybe not, not, maybe in a theoretical situation they know about it.
1: Like ghost story, you know, stories yeah. around the island.
0: Well, th- he said about he's never actually seen uh, Smoky, but he's heard yeah. about ghost stories and legend, and that could be part of the legend. So they might know about that, but they also know somehow they know that Desmond was he was in in the hatch when it blew up. They know that he was given a huge dose of uh, magnetic energy. And so they know that he's not susceptible to it. He's, he can resist it. Mm-hmm. And so maybe putting the legend and him together, they think, oh, maybe you're the final piece of this puzzle. And Jacob wants you to go back to the island. So obviously, if, if Widmore has been told that he's not done with the island... Well, if Widmore has been told that he, by Jacob that they have to get Desmond to the island, then he's clearly not done with the island because it will happen.
1: I follow that. I think the key is that Widmore and Hawking are not... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think that Widmore and Hawking are not both exiled from the island. Widmore's been exiled. I think Hawking was released.
0: Left of her own Le- accord to or, get,
1: or or asked to go, and in the way that Ben went, and there was the butcher shop and all. I think Eloise, oh oh, is in charge of like a separate network.
0: Oh, ready. Mm-hmm. Eloise found the island so she could get all the people onto Oceanic Eight Fifteen to crash on that place. She was asked by Jacob.
1: Yeah, I, th- I th- can see that because I see her. She's in Jacob's good graces still. She's she's helping him. She's working with him still. In my eyes,
0: she was asked to leave the island and then work at the lamppost, find out where the island is at spe- specific times so they could actually bloody crush it. Oh,
1: I'm good. <laughs> well, I won't go quite to that motivation, but I'll say that, I think she's, she has been you know, on better terms with Jacob. She knows what Jacob wants to do. She's been assisting and facilitating, maybe not full-time, but on a consulting basis. Yeah. So she was a resource available to Ben, and she knew that, you know, Jacob probably said, you know, I, I need to get, uh, I need to get Desmond back on the island Widmore's gonna I'm gonna talk to Charles he's gonna come and find you help him out so I, I think she may have been rewarded in some ways with with a bit of knowledge or I don't know it's it's tough to see but
0: yeah possibly
1: <laughs> I'm just reeling from that though I'm just soaking uh, in at the moment well that could be a good spot to kind of let things simmer for another 10 days or so oh what well, can we just hit on yeah. a, a couple of things?
0: Um, I have heard in one podcast, the the very final scene in the church, I've heard that the way they're, they're sitting on the aisles is very reminiscent of their positions on the plane. Hmm. Would you go with that? And, I'd have to look at it, but I could picture that. And Christian Shepherd opening the doors is very reminiscent of the back of the plane breaking off.
1: Mm, that's probably a stretch to me, but I'd have to look at it.
0: Well, we, we saw a lot of footage with Kate. We saw the actual back rip off, didn't we? Mm-hmm. So I I like to think about that as well.
1: I'd have to watch those scenes again.
0: Mm. When When would be... When do you think that you'd actually sit down and watch the whole whole lot again because I'm thinking I'm I don't want to re rewatch the pilot just yet I want to leave it at least six months maybe until next year before I actually watch sit down and watch the whole lot all over again I think when the DVDs come out of season six I'll watch that but a complete complete set watch then that's going to be at least six months
1: for me I have all of season six on my DVR but I don't think I would want to sit and watch through the whole thing right now. I know I would fast forward through big chunks. Mm-hmm. I can picture being in the winter. I just picture there's enough other stuff going on in the summer that I won't find myself with a huge chunk of time. Yeah. I like the fact that people did like a a fundraising attempt. Uh, they were on Ustream. They watched 94 continuous hours of Lost. Oh,
0: the Lost Marathon, wasn't it?
1: Yes. I would do that. I would definitely be interested in participating in something like that and setting up some sort of charity thing. And, yeah, I realize that's seven days, <laughs> but that I would be inclined to do that. There's something kind of fun about that. But I'd also say that would have to be with the right people because if I was with someone whose views on the show were just so different than mine, I would need a break. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, not that I want to be surrounded by people who agree with me all the time, but if I mean there are some people who have different opinions who communicate and debate and discuss in a way that that's fine, and there's other people that you just are like, "Oh my god, oh my god, if she doesn't shut up, I'm going to have to like strangle myself." Yeah. <laughs> if she says one <laughs> more time. If she says one more time. Look, that's the shadow. That's the sh-, you know, oh, you know, there's there's people like that. Not many.
0: I'm just wondering, did they do that Lost-a-thon, uh, was it a tag team thing, or did they actually have to sit down and watch seven days' worth of Lost?
1: I only watched about a half hour of it, and there were about four guys on the video watching, but it was a a main part of the day. Wow, it's like a Lost for Big, or Big Brother for Lost. Yeah. Just watching
0: people watch TV. That's even worse than Big Brother.
1: Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't see that being very entertaining, but I could do that in your stream be. right now. I could just sit down. Yeah, okay, watch me surf the net.
1: <laughs> See, if, I think if I was going to do that, I would do it in a certain way where I think I'd put uh, picture in picture if I could do that. So you have the main episode streaming and then in the bottom left corner, maybe you have a camera on me yeah. or even just on a chat window. Yeah something so and then maybe like five minutes in between each just kind of like oh that was so much better than I remember it or oh wow no that was disappointing or yeah whatever it ends up being
0: cool then, well let's wrap it up here for now anyway
1: (laughs) yeah we'll be back again soon we've got uh, plenty more things to talk about plenty of old things to talk about that will fit in we definitely appreciate the fact that People are still sending in the I Listen From emails. We're up to about 70 of those. Yeah, they're wonderful. Thank you so much, guys. They're brilliant. Yeah, yeah. and we will still – there are a couple bits about that that we want to comment on, but not ready to do that quite yet. And uh, the two people who I owe a shirt to for our audio promo contest, I have not forgotten, and I apologize for the delay, but that is coming good stuff if,
0: if you have anything that you'd like us to cover then just let us know at rethinkinglost at com. if you send either an audio or a,
1: an email through and then we can go over that and put your yeah, right old old web pages something that you know there's there's plenty of things that talk about the questions that were answered or not you know we're big fans of the 2006 predictions and 2007 analysis and yeah. You know, that stuff too. If you, if you have something you remember reading long ago. If you're subscribing or listening to us through the Lost Podcasting Network, please consider signing up directly. You can find us on Zoom, iTunes. You can go to our Podbean site and subscribe through all different mediums through there. And if you uh, like listening to Elton and I talk about stuff, you know, definitely check out our other podcast an apotheosis of a bombast which is at bombastpodcast.podbean.com we got a new episode coming out uh the weekend of june 4th here so you know, by the time you hear this you should be able to go in, and check that out
0: yeah cool
1: all right so, well we will uh, be back in a, probably about 10 days to two weeks
0: yeah well stick with us we're definitely going to be here all right thanks a lot guys thanks guys see ya right. bye